Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring and motivating life-changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to The Prosperity Project. So welcome back to the podcast and today we're talking about the importance of setting goals. So Jennifer, why do we need goals? Why not just not have goals (laughs) make life a bit boring wouldn't it if you weren't achieving anything so the whole point of goal is kind of playing on a thing that we touched upon last week as well about having a vision some kind of scenario what you would like to achieve if it was possible um so it's all about actually thinking of your best self what do you think you're capable of your full potential goals just make life exciting it actually it's going to stretch you and it's going to make it yeah that little bit difficult put you out your comfort zone and ultimately how do you know what you're truly able to uh, be capable of if you don't achieve a goal in some way well i think if you don't have goals then today will be the same as tomorrow and the day in a year's time is likely to be the same again without having something to aim for then you're likely to stay fairly stagnant, just driven by external forces. If you happen to be good at your job, maybe you get a promotion. If you happen to get pregnant, then maybe you have a child. But (laughs) you won't happen to be choosing what outcomes you want. And instead, life will be taking the lead rather than you driving it to where you want it to be. Absolutely, and I think that is key, right? So we talked a little bit about last week about circumstances really don't mean anything. It's all about your thoughts, your beliefs that then drive your actions and your results. So you take the circumstance away from that, it all goes to what is the best thought you can think of for yourself. So that could be, let's say it's exercise, right? Which is something we're passionate about. The goal could be, I want to lose four pounds, something really fundamental like that. Unless you thought the goal was something that could make you feel better, you're not then going to achieve that. So it's focusing ultimately on the way you want to feel that then is driving those huge goals in your life. I think everyone needs to have short-term and long-term goals. I think we did recently on the Kempson House YouTube channel, we actually sat down and designed a vision board for our family. First time we've ever done that. Super fun. And we put things up there like what cars we want to get in the future. Mine's is a Mini Cooper Electric if anyone you know wants to hook me up in that way. Matt wants a Tesla, so you know I'm sure put in a good word for us but those were the cars that we'd like to get next we put adventures with the kids such as, such as going to japan such as legoland such as going to disneyland and then there was also goals about what we wanted to have characteristics in our life so i put it was really important to have the aspect of giving so having more money than we need so that we can spread it out do good things with it and also financial freedom stability which financial freedom i think we've probably achieved that in some way already but you know having these really good idea goals so that we as a couple as a family then go right that's the big goal but what is the immediate short-term goal that we can work on as well so i think goal setting is important it allows you to focus on those things that you want to get done and also it means that you're likely to allocate time to those things again going back to the point about looking after your body and your health if you have a focus on becoming fitter stronger leaner whatever it happens to be you're much more likely to put in the time to allow yourself in your schedule to attend the gym or to make yourself focus on the food that you're putting into your face each day and therefore those goals will drive your behaviors and your decisions over the course of a day and a week and a month and you'll be able to achieve them so the next question i guess is 
how do you set goals? How do you make sure <laughs> that you're setting goals that are fair to set? Well, I think the key thing is we're really big on this. It's making sure it's goals that is completely in your control. The problem with goal setting and everybody rabbits on Instagram, Facebook's full of it. All these entrepreneurs come on and say, set a goal, make it happen, hustle hard. You've got to set a goal that's actually within your control. That's not, for example, I want to get married by next year. Well, yeah, that could probably happen, but that kind of requires somebody else in the equation. Well, unless you want to do a, a paper, paper bride or paper groom or whatever. So it could happen that way. But that's something we've really learned this year, especially. Every goal we set, and I only have really two or three major goals for this year. And I can talk about them later. Um, but you've got to make sure it's achievable for you within your control hemisphere. So that could be hugely based on what daily actions can I easily do or perhaps stretch myself a little bit to make that happen. So it can't be, as I said, you know, get married next year if you're not even dating someone or trying to find someone. It might not even be realistic to say I want to be an astronaut within five years. But what is a goal that you want to see happen? And there's a reason why you you flip that switch and say, make it within my control. And it's because there's nothing more fantastic than having a dream come true and a goal come true. We have these wonderful imaginations for a reason because all your talents, Matt, are completely different from mine. So you're going to bring something to this world that's totally different from what I can do. You're fantastic at being logical and spreadsheets <laughs> and all you're you know you're Those my you're my guy my <laughs> you're the guy when i want stuff done we we're building this same company this empire hand in hand as much as we can but you know i'm really great at being creative and i hope that i'm really good at communicating things to people and things like that so play on those strengths and talents and often my realm i work with people obviously that are to do with money so people have huge goals that one of our goals is to pay off the mortgage as quickly as we can we're focusing on that without life suffering but equally if you've got a goal let's say to pay off debt also set the limit for yourself so that it's re- realistic so that means like don't set a goal of being debt free by next tuesday put it as something that you know that you can make happen even just with a little bit extra effort you can see the plan so that's where really we'll talk about a concept as well i know you're going to mention so the concept that you need to take into account is something that's used when goal setting across fitness, across business. Um, it's a very common term, which is called SMART goals. And SMART goals need to be, first of all, specific. So laying out exactly what you're going to aim for. And if we use what you reference is getting married, <laughs> then getting married is very, very specific. Yep. The next part of the SMART goals is measurable. And it needs to be something that you can absolutely see whether you've failed or succeeded. <laughs> How in many that dates goal. you've had? <laughs> so in this quality of dates. <laughs> well, the dates are measurable, but actually the true measure is: Are you married or not? Yes or no? Yeah, I suppose fundamentally. Um, the next one is achievable, and this is where people can become a little bit unstuck. Yeah. Achievable, as you mentioned, is about everything within your control. Yeah. You can decide the actions you're going to take, but you can't necessarily control how the outcome pans out, how quickly it might arrive, or anything else. So if we look at weight loss and we think about achievable goals, people will often say that they want to change their waist size to fit into a particular size of clothing, and that is achievable. 
But the challenge is that often with that goal, you also set time limits on it, yeah. which are often something that you have less influence over. And actually what you need to do when you're setting these kind of goals is focus on the daily actions or the weekly actions you can take. So if you're looking at weight loss, then you say you're going to set yourself maybe a step count each day or a frequency of workouts or a calorie limit. And if you do that every single day, then you will chip away at everything required to get to this goal. The next thing in the SMART goals is realistic. And that's kind of what I've covered in the achievable piece. It needs to be something that you can really do. So if you're looking at, I want to start a YouTube channel and make a million pounds in a year's <laughs> time, well, that's not realistic. There have been people that have been doing it for a long, long, long time and aren't anywhere close to that. So it will take a lot of luck. And therefore, because of that, it's not realistic. The same as saying, I want to win the lottery within the next five times of doing it. It's not realistic. So therefore, it's not really a proper goal to set. And the last one is time bound. So setting yourself a time scale for it. Now, when you are setting goals, one of the best things you can do and you should do is actually break that larger goal down into smaller chunks, smaller things you can achieve, smaller things that are following that SMART goals plan so they are measurable, they are achievable. And by doing that and by focusing on those things completely within your control, that's the way that you get to chip away at those bigger goals and take a step closer and closer and closer. Yep, and so you've mentioned SMART goals, obviously, as the acronym S-M-A-R-T stands for those concepts. I'm going to say something controversial. I actually think it should be SMART goals. I don't think you should have the T factor in there. And that, as I say, that's a bit controversial. The reason being, and I think you've said this to me a couple of times, the moment you put a time on achieving something, I think you almost shut down the part of your brain that allows it to happen naturally when it was going to occur based on your efforts. So that if some people often say, like, I want to, um, let's say, leave my job next year because I'll be earning £4,000 or £2,000 or whatever by next summer, so that's my plan. What happens if the opportunity was coming along that meant you could have achieved that within three months by the end of this year, not just June next year? But because you in your mind have said, I've got to the end of June to make this happen, then you've then put that kind of caveat in your mind to be a bit more relaxed. And also, if it's not possible by a deadline, then what happens? So actually, then I don't think it should be SMAR goals. <laughs> I think it should be SMARF goals. <laughs> Are we making up a new acronym? We're making up a new acronym because I think that actually we, we should be adding an F at the end for frequency. <laughs> I did not think that was what you were going to say. <laughs> an F for frequency in that how often you're going to perform an action or multiple actions in order to head towards that goal. Mm -hmm. So... If you're looking at getting married, then how often are you going to be going out on dates or at least trying to find people on dating apps or whatever it is, you know, speed dating, whatever it is <laughs> that people want to do nowadays? How frequently are you going to do these things? Because your frequency will often determine how quickly you can achieve something. Obviously, if you're looking at getting married in a year, then you can't control how the outcome goes. But the more often you do something, generally the better you are at it, mm -hmm. the more it's compound. comfortable. It's compounding. It's compound. So I think the free, the time bound should be <laughs> so less smart. included. It should be smart. It should be focused on... I don't think on... we're going to trademark that, folks. I think we'll just... Basically, my summary is I'm not comfortable with the time bit of it. I absolutely understand the concept, but 
a lot of the great goals that we've got for our life, and I can speak person as well, I'm okay with those happening lightning quick or taking me however. I'd rather it be the right, the perfect way, the best way to achieve them, right? We're only focused on the actions mm. that we need to do or we want to do to head towards us the person. Goals. And then it will happen to pan out to get to where we want to be. And also, a lot of the time when you're setting goals, especially when you're looking at more long-term and larger lifestyle type of goals, often as not, what you're aiming for might well change along the way. Oh, absolutely. That's and if you're focused thing. on the frequency of what you're doing, the activities, what you're doing, and tweaking those to get you into the right kind of places you go along, you can find that you have an evolution of that final goal, but it happens organically as you go along and you just feel good about the fact that you're getting the work done. Absolutely. So along with the smart, 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 whatever you want to pick, honestly, pick whatever one you feel comfortable with. I'm going to give you another exercise that I think would really work in here beautifully. So the whole point of goals is the person you want to be come okay you can feel good about the version of you that you can see achieving these goals so it could be weight loss is an easy thing or money right so when you you see yourself achieving that goal you believe you're going to feel a certain way about yourself so it could be you feel incredible in your clothes you feel ultra confident ultra attractive you've got money you can do anything freedom and the exercise is be do have so basically on a bit of paper you write three columns and instead of focusing so most people when they think of goals they focus on the having column so I want we talked about it on the vision board right we want to have a car we want to do this we want to have so it's all very have 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 but actually the back burner of that is the way you want to be and feel so what you do is you can absolutely start from one side start from that half pile on your if you put it to the right so have be on the left and do in the middle and have on the right start from the have write everything down Put it then to the next column and the hat. Put it then in the next column, which is the do, and that's the actions. This person that you see having all that stuff or those experiences, what do they do naturally that means they can have it? So it could be if you're thinking about you know a certain weight or athleticism. So what does that person of you, what do they do on a daily, on a weekly, on a monthly basis? It could be you say, well, that person, I I see that person like working out three times a week, working with weights, running marathons. Um, let's say about like my particular car that I, you know, as I talked about the electric Cooper Mini, absolutely. I can see it in my mind. I can see myself driving it about. So what do I need to actually do? Well, the reality is that I probably will look after the car. So that means the car I've got right now, I'm going to look after it, appreciate it. I'm probably going to feel confident in it. So I'll start to feel confident now to get those sensations. So that's the next step. And then what you then take is the next paragraph along and say, right, what do I need to be? So as I said, you would feel confident, you would feel assured. So that's a really powerful exercise because often a lot of the stuff, and this isn't always the case, a lot of the stuff we want to have is actually because we want to feel a certain way as a result. People want more money. It's not to have the money in the bank. It's to usually feel secure or to feel of worth or valued or as if they've contributed in some way. So if, and you can actually create those emotions and feelings without having the stuff. 
So it's a great exercise. And I'm going to mention here two books that I think will be super, really great reads um, for anyone who's interested in all these concepts who can't cover everything about goals in one podcast. The first one is The 12-Week Year, How to Get More Done in 12 Weeks Than You Do in 12 Months. It's by Brian Conran. It's a, a really great book. It's a very practical book. So essentially saying a lot of people to structure their life and businesses as well, achieving yearly goals. And what they do is they, they kind of underestimate what they could actually achieve in a year. And this book talks about actually setting your life in those quarter structures because A, you'll pick one or two goals and you'll absolutely blast it because you'll know that there's an urgency to it. The other book is The One Thing. This is by Gary Keller. It's called The Surprising Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results, The One Thing. And it essentially means, like we've touched upon, one daily action usually leads to greatness in a certain area. So let's say for me, right now we're focused on our fitness. We've talked about this a couple of times, but essentially every single day we are doing two workouts of different natures every single day. We're reading, we're also doing things that are basically towards our mindset and our fitness without fail every single day for 75 days. On the top of that, I'm also doing business work every single day because I can see myself making that into something greater with the consistent effort. I'm also making sure we eat right, all these good factors. So those are two really great books and um, if you want to deep dive more into real practical concepts that will make achieving your goals a walk in the park. When you're looking at achieving goals and often as not it's that series of steps over a period of time that get you there. What you always need to remember is those steps the behaviours that you have doing those steps, the behaviours of the person that you eventually want to be, the type of person that has those things that you want to have, those things that you'll need to do to get there will continue to be things that you'll need to do when you finally achieve that goal. So let's take weight loss, for example. If you're looking to get yourself into beach body shape, or if you're a guy and you want to have a lot of muscle mass, or however it is you want to look, and you look in the magazines and you see these guys and girls with bodies that you'd really love to have, those people didn't suddenly achieve their goal either through time or just by magic, and then they just stay that way and that's now how they look. They go out and they do the work very often, um, daily or multiple times a week, in order to maintain that. So the same person that's aiming for that, who would maybe need to work out three, four times a week, is performing the actions that the person that's achieved that goal is still doing to this day. So it actually builds you up as a person, it builds up that character, it builds up those traits, it builds up that familiarity with the tasks that you're doing along the way that won't stop when you achieve that goal because the person that you want to be does those things. Absolutely. So I'm going to, spur of the moment, I'm going to quiz you here, Matt, and you can do the same to me. So what are your one or two main goals right now in your life? So my goals currently are to increase my health and fitness. Yep. So my challenge recently has been where I broke the two bones in my left forearm. It's limited the amount of weight work and the type we of weight work We need to cover the I broken arm in another podcast, don't we? I think there's a story. <laughs> we can cover that another time. But I want that to get to a point where I can utilize my arm more and then rebuild some of the muscle mass that maybe I've lost and really focus on it to achieve significantly more than I had done before. So I'm quite a long way from where I'd like to be. And I think that the renewed focus that I'll have when I can do the weight work I want to will help me drive towards where I want to go. 
But the great thing is I don't have a specific goal. I don't have a weight or a body fat percentage or a muscle size that I want to achieve. What I do know is that the person I want to be goes out and works out most <laughs> days of the week, lifts weights and mixes up between heavy lifting and a lot of volume lifting. So that's what I'm doing. Yep. Um, the second goal, I think, is I actually want to just become better at these kind of things that we're doing. The side hustles that you've built um, <laughs> yep. and the work that's happening behind the scenes for this podcast, for the Kempson House channel, for the Mama Furfur channel. I just want to make sure that my contributions towards those continue to drive things in the right direction. I want the Mama Furfur website that I've spent some time recently yeah, on right. to make hard. better I want that to see the results of it. You're so volunteering, I'm, aren't you? You're not paid. I'm not paid. I'm <laughs> a volunteer. volunteer. <laughs> um, I'm a technical advisor. That, technical volunteer. Technical volunteer. But so my, my short term goal for your website was just to try and get it to work faster and to have a better experience for the users. And I did that. It yep. took me about a week of nope. on and off Pottering work. Away, absolutely. So and that's the kind of things that I want to do across the board for all of the different things that we're into and whatever else comes along. So what's yours? So you, you, you probably were prepared for this. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Of course I'm not prepared. Um, first goal, fitness like you. So this couple, 10, 11 weeks in lockdown, I've been really focusing on my fitness, doing the double workouts, loving it. I've also mixed up my eating habits as well for the better, I think. So I'm excited to see where that continues. I've not got a particular goal. I do not mind. I'm also giving myself a time. I just want to keep plodding forward, being better, healthier and all that. Second goal is definitely serving in my side hustle passion projects as as inspired as I can be. So just making sure, going deeper on things, adding value. It's not monetary goals. It's not having to have millions of followers or anything it's just thinking about what's the best way I can serve like every day take action on that and the third goal this um this might strike is a bit funny but actually I've been working more on my mindset for being a wife and a mother as well you've seen me read lots of books and I've do all seen, that I've seen <laughs> the, the reading and the research and I have a journal and all that but yeah so I'm actually concentrating on making myself a better wife and a better mum because I think if I'm happier then the home is happier and it's a lot of fun right now and I want to make sure I'm... I think you've, it's kind of like going into war when, you, when you're when you a mother. You've got to make sure you've got all the tools and for me, definitely mindset. I've got to have my strength, I've got to have my mindset and it's pretty cool to also be creating your own economy right now as well. So that's where my kind of three pillars. But yeah, you, you'll notice probably quite clearly Matt and I talking and it kind of backs up what I said about not putting time periods Try and focus more and more on what feels good, the next version of you, and not say, I need this to happen by a certain date. Because actually, I found a lot of the time, as we've achieved goals far quicker than I could ever have imagined. So it's really, it's exciting time to be. And what I would say is, another thing to think about is any problems or challenges. I like to do this exercise sometimes, let's say with weight loss. I'm doing a an eating pattern just now that's totally alien to me. I'm totally at my comfort zone, but I've managed to achieve I'm in the second block as I'm trying it, right? And so for me, we had to kind of problem solve a little bit ahead of time. One of my things is I really like biscuits and I really like chocolate. And so 
the problem was for me getting out the habit of going for those things. And so we kind of worked out a structure. There's not as much rubbish in the house anyway, you know, biscuits lying around or anything. So again, we, we problem solved ahead of time. So that's another great gift. If you've got a goal that is going against your normal nature because you want to achieve something better, problem solve beforehand and eliminate as many of the problems that you know are coming down the line. I think when you're looking at problem solving, ultimately it's looking at the obstacles that are going to come in the way and trying your best to avoid those. And often as not, you'll find that just setting up firm structures will allow you to achieve goals, to allow you to put in the right time. Just structuring things with a little bit more of a rigid format for a period of time until you get used to it. And then once you get into a rhythm, then you'll find that it becomes more and more natural. Often as not, you can see the progress that you're making. Yep, absolutely. And then it comes easier. I think with the things you were talking about before, and you were mentioning your three columns. Yep. I think the one that you should try to fill the most is the do column. Yep. What do you do? How do you behave? How do you achieve things? How often are you doing these things? How do you break down what you do into even smaller chunks? Yep. The yep. do column. Kind of like the, what's the key factors? The 80-20 rule. What are the 20% of things that make the exactly. most difference? Yeah. So like my goal being um, adjusting my body, I don't actually know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. But the do column is is much busier mm. as far as what I do, which is the types of workouts, the frequency of workouts. And I could like put it down to a, a really long list of little <laughs> micro points. <laughs> But ultimately, the goal is change my body shape mm-hmm. and the do is go to the gym and do the work mm-hmm. and then make sure that food is supporting that particular output. Absolutely. And so uh, just to end up, I thought it might be really useful as well to give you some of the favourite apps and some of the programmes that we use to achieve our goals. So one of the first things we found super useful, we've been on this Hard 75 quest um, to do the fitness and mindset work. There's an app called Streaks, which is kind of like a goal orientated. You get to push a button and it basically ticks off your list. It's a to-do list effectively, but for your goals. So we've both been using that, haven't we, for the past 50 odd days? Yeah, um, it's not a free app, um, but I think it's quite cheap. Um, and it's one of those things, it's called Streaks because generally when you start to do something and you tick it off every day or as often as you want to set it to be, you get to a certain point where you don't want that streak to break, <laughs> where you don't want to be in a position where you're not ticking that box. Yep. So that's what it plays on, that kind of mental element of wanting to continue to achieve and wanting to make sure that you don't break your streak of getting things done. So it's been a really useful app, more so because of we're trying to track up to 75 days, but actually... I think it's something that a lot of people have enjoyed using apps like it. Mm. So, um, yeah, I'd recommend getting that one. That's a super one. The other thing I'm going to mention is the app Bring. So this is actually for food planning and prepping, and it's basically like having your shopping list on your phone. So we've found it particularly useful because we're focusing on good eating habits. I found that I would write a shopping list, but I'd forget things to write on it. And so what we do is this app called Bring, you can put your shopping list, obviously, as you're thinking about it. So um, both of us have it on our phone. We've got the same shared list. And effectively, if we run out of milk, one of us can add it as we're going along with our phones. It's super useful. The other thing is Asana. So Asana is a tool, a website and an app that we use to manage, well, I use it to manage my side hustle, my project work, things I've got to 
do for Mama for, for all our business ideas and for this podcast as well. So both of us will use Asana as a way of work flowing. So it's not based on time. It's just literally the to-do list to achieve goals. So you break, it's basically a project management tool. So that's again, that's completely free. Really recommend if you are even using it for non-work related, you can put your life's chores in there. You can put your housework chores and you basically can use um, boards that you can move along to be done along a process. So that's another great one. And the last one is Google Calendar, which we've been using tons just to keep track of things we need to do, we need to achieve, things we're going to be part of. So super easy. Um, the good thing about Google Calendar is you can set up sub-calendars within it. So we have probably about six or seven. We have one which is for just us adults, one for the whole family, one for the two kids, and then one for each one of the four of us in the yeah. house. And it's just a great way. We colour code them. So it's a great way of seeing what's coming up and who's doing what, as long as you put things <laughs> in the right place. Yes, exactly. Oh, a bit of a disagreement there. Yes, yeah, so that's a couple of the apps that we found super easy to use, really useful as we work towards our goals. And as I said, the two books I mentioned, the 12-week year and the one thing I think would be great if you picked up a copy that inspire you to take action and also get some background about things that will make you successful. With I think all we'll in the description. I think we might. That's a great place. So thank you so much for joining us on our fourth episode of the Prosperity Project. Already four episodes. If you haven't listened to the other three, go back and listen. They are cracking. Also, five-star reviews. <laughs> they are useful. They They're make amazing. all of the various platforms <laughs> like us. More people can find us and listen all to good. our wonderful voices. Exactly. And see how it gets on. So the, as I said, the hope is that every week we give you useful success, tips and strategies. We will talk about money at some point. Do not worry. Next week's episode, I think we're going to talk about what we would do if we had to start with nothing. So a bit of a different concept. We'll see how that goes. But thank you so much for listening to Prosperity Project. I've been Jennifer. And I've been Matt. And we'll speak to you very soon. Bye.